What's up, y'all? Welcome to Fury Talks. I am your host, Seth Fury. So today we have a special guest, someone I've been wanting to get on the show for a long time, and now she is finally here, all the way from the Bay. She's a podcast host. She's also host of the morning radio show. Allow me to introduce my friend, Miss Nikki Blades. Hello, Hi. hello. Hi, thanks for having me, finally. Absolutely. So, Nikki, I've been following Nikki on her morning show, and I used to faithfully get up every morning <laughs> with my AirPods on, getting ready, and I was just like, this girl is thoroughly, not only entertaining, Thank you. but good. Thanks. Like you give solid advice. Not I a lot try. of people do that. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been doing that for? I want to say about three years. Okay. Yeah. And you just fell in love with the whole radio behind the microphone lifestyle? Yeah, you got to add depth. You know, mm -hmm. we already have the modeling, Instagram, you have mm -hmm. all those other things going on, but there has to be more to it. You got to add some layers. So radio gotcha. gives depth. Okay. Yeah. And so you also have the No Chaser Gang, which yeah. is a podcast you're rocking with. There's three of them. She's the main female. Yes. And now she's there with Fury Talk. So. I brought you here because people have been sending in questions and oftentimes I can only give my perspective as a man, but it always helps when you got a female that actually knows how to vocalize her thoughts. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions that were submitted. Did we get some We're going to dive ones? in and uh, I think they're good. I think okay. they're good. These were ones that I personally picked out and uh, here we go. Here's question number one. This is actually like a statement. She says, why do exes try to come back in your life and swear they love you or say that you are the one? It seems like when they don't have you, they don't appreciate it. They disrespect you to your face, lusting over other women. But when you leave and you, they see you happy and crushing your goals, all of a sudden they want to act like you're the one that got away. It's nuts. Agreed. Agreed. What do you think that is? What do you think it is? The grass ain't always greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to see what else is out there. A lot of yeah. people are not content. They want to go play the field, yeah. so they leave, they go and explore, and they're like, damn, I yeah. had a good thing at home. But I think that most people go back to relationships out of comfort. And then another thing, too, is, yeah, like if you see me happy, mm -hmm. you're more appealing because something's missing. It's exciting. I don't want to share it. Oh, I had it. That's true. Maybe partially ownership, like feeling entitled or, you yeah. know, damn, I don't like having to be out there and having to date. I don't think every ex comes back, but some of them are malicious. Like each, yeah. each situation is this different. This one seems more malicious. This seems malicious. Yeah. Because it seems like, like he's better. nasty to her yeah. when they're together. And so mm -hmm. when he leaves... I've been in that position before. I wouldn't say I was nasty to somebody, but I've been in situations where I felt like I wasn't completely committed to that relationship. Mm -hmm. And my mind and eyes were wandering and I wanted to be elsewhere. And there was a certain side of pride and ego that would bother me if I saw that they moved on either too fast mm -hmm. or if they moved on in a way that I thought was going to be slightly different. Like I, I, maybe I envisioned them being a little sadder for a little longer. Oh, you just and I'm like, well, you happy, more. huh? Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing so happy for? Like, uh -huh. it kind of made me feel like if she's so happy, maybe I'm missing out on something. Like, maybe yeah. I need to go back to this happiness because, you know, I want some of that happiness. Like, mm. and then you get back in the situation. And you're like, ah, I didn't really want to be here. This is why I left in the first place, uh -huh. you know? But my ego didn't want to see her happy with somebody else, mm. even though I knew that us together wouldn't be happy either. Yeah. So it definitely seems malicious. That particular yeah. one seems malicious. And yeah. it's always, I mean, uh, is she projecting that she's so happy and so great in order to get him to come back? Because a yeah. lot of people know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to just go live my life, forget him. I'm better without him anyway. You might be miserable on the inside of what you're yeah. projecting True. in order to pull them back. I yeah. mean, is this a game? Do you, Are you genuinely happy? Because most of the time, if you really are happy not being with somebody, yeah. they cannot come back. There is no, there's no open. Yeah. Yes and no. Some people don't know really, don't really know how to be alone. 
by themselves at all. So they will take unhappiness over being alone. Yeah. Because they just want the company of something. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know why she's continuously taking this person back. Maybe... Unless she's actually believing those lies. I always sometimes I'm yeah. like, just sit, just just sit down. The the face to face, the back and forth is so much easier because yeah. every situation is completely different. Yes. You know, yeah. there have been times that you split up from a person that you know you shouldn't be with, mm -hmm. and like you said, um, you just want them to feel hurt yeah. Yeah. a little bit more. So mm -hmm. you go and you're pretending to be happy, and I'm living my best life, and I'm posting, and I'm doing this, yeah. and I'm doing that. But at the same time, you're just checking up on them. Yeah. Now, if you left them, and you're doing all that, you're manipulative as, mm. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whoever leaves the relationship is the one that obviously has the control. Yeah. When you get broken up with, that's when you start creeping and wondering how fast, you know, this brings me to another question outside of hers. Okay. What is too soon to move on, do you think? I don't think there is a time limit. There's, there's no, no time limit. Okay. There's no real reason that I can tell you when, if I leave you, yeah. we're done. You can live your so life. So you could be in a year long, multiple year long relationship and then a week later have a whole new relationship? If, if you're one of the people that can't be alone. But if you break up with someone, I can't tell you when to get with someone else because we are no longer together. Now, do I think there should be a time period for other people? Yeah. yeah. Recoup. Mm -hmm. Reevaluate. Yeah. Who are you? Like you just got out of a relationship. That's one phase of you. Yeah. Now you're about to get with somebody else. You're probably still like, was there any healing? Are you just a relationship hopper? Do you not know yeah. how to be alone? But time frame, again, if we break up and I don't, and I break up with you, and yeah. I do not want to be with you, mm -hmm. and you go and get yourself into another relationship, that's for you to deal with now, not me. But am I gonna feel a type of way? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what would make you feel some type of way? If it happened a day later, a few days later? If I broke up because maybe they weren't acting right and yeah. I didn't, I, I wanted to be treated better and okay. I was looking for something and maybe I needed to leave the situation for myself, I'm yeah. gonna be hurt okay. if they moved on within a week because so it's almost the, validating, you know? Yeah. like. I walked away because you weren't giving me enough and mm -hmm. it's because you didn't want to be with me. Yeah. Look at how fast you moved on. I just feel like nobody moves on that fast unless they were already working on that prior to the relationship ending. So yeah. I think if you found a romance a week later, you didn't just meet him a you, week ago. Liar. You were working on that. Liar. What do you mean? Oh, you're saying no, no, she's no, a liar? Yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah. I think, I think it's like that, that to me would be like this whole relationship while I was fighting to try to make this work, mm -hmm. you had already checked out and were building a whole new relationship. Yeah, you know they so, call that like uh, micro-cheating. Okay, exactly. Micro, yeah. You know, micro-cheating. Like, yeah. so they probably was talking to someone in the background mm -hmm. and they forced you to leave them. Yeah. And a lot of people do that in relationships because they don't want to be the bad guy to yeah. walk away. Yeah. So they do little things and sabotage the relationship yeah. so you be the one to leave. Yeah. I don't know, if you don't want to be in something, don't feel forced to push someone to make the decision for you. Yeah. I think we shame a lot of people that end relationships uh, when we actually should acknowledge the fact that they are leaving instead of cheating. True, yeah. I have been in that situation before, but I, I wanna, before we switch to that topic, I do wanna touch on this a little more because I think, me personally, mm -hmm. if I leave a relationship, based on the respect that I have for the girl, mm. if I were to move on, I would have to keep it very private. Oh yeah. I would not wanna publicize it, yeah. put her on the gram after having her on the gram for a whole year, suddenly look who's new, look who's taking your place. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are petty as hell for doing that. Super immature. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just feel like it would be very disrespectful to the time we shared. Because every relationship, unless it ended terribly, like most of my relationship didn't end that bad. Mm -hmm. We kind of had those mutual 
separations where yeah. we were like, it's just not going to work out. For that being the way that it was, I can't see myself jiving into a new relationship and just being like, screw you, like everything we had wasn't nothing. Like that just to me feels very insulting. So I think there has to be a certain, I can't put an actual date on it, yeah. but it gotta be, I would say at least a couple months before you start to introduce, just to give respect to what you shared with that person before. Yeah, a lot publicly. of people, a lot of people learning how to navigate social media and relationships, is mm -hmm. a, it is a journey. We're all learning how to navigate it. Mm -hmm. You know, social cues and things that we used to do before kind of don't apply. You know, yeah. back in the day when people were having relationships, full-blown relationships, most people didn't know until they were announcing the yeah. wedding or you were sending photos on something yeah. or making an announcement somewhere. Now people- You know, instantly. Almost feel yeah. interchangeable. Yeah. I am not one for putting my relationship period out there a lot. I'm, okay. I'm not, I've been in relationships before yeah. and posted a little bit, but we fought about it. And then I see- What'd you fight about? Not posting enough? Not posting enough. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. not posting enough. Because I feel as though if we're not solid at home, I mm -hmm. shouldn't be bragging about you on social. That's, that's real I, stuff, yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I've been in relationships to where the person was doing all the bragging, but mm -hmm. we weren't working on home and we had a huge disconnect via yeah. social media. Now, post breakup, I am not one to ever post men really on my story. Like yeah. you'll rarely see anybody you because might see like a hand. Not even <laughs> that. I don't even do that. Like no, yeah. like I don't even do that okay. because it's not for everybody. If I'm in yeah. a building phase and we got a lot to work on, I mean, you know how it is. Yeah. You're on the internet, you have a lot going on in your yeah. life. And like you said, it's about respect. I'm yeah. not just gonna be throwing people out there. That and, makes sense. And then yeah. closing another relationship, if I'm not all the way done with something. You, no way in hell I'm posting up. But yeah. I've seen people that I've been with no longer be with me mm -hmm. and then do things and post things to purposely get a reaction yeah. and then do enough. So I've, I've seen the disrespect yeah. from people before as far as what they do and how they behave online in order to get a reaction. Yeah. But you ain't gonna catch me posting up nobody unless we're like super serious. Yeah. And then even if we do break up, there's gonna be time before you see another person anyways. Yeah. It's just too many people in your business. Yeah. Imagine going through a breakup and then publicizing it and then getting back with that person. Yeah. Oh, hell. It, it's a lot because then people start picking sides. They start saying, I like him better than her. And then you start losing business or losing, you know, some of your momentum because of your personal social life. Yeah. But you put it out there so you're not made it public knowledge. So now they get to pick and decide who's, whose side am I on for this breakup? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's just stupid. Like, you're adding an unnecessary drama to your life that you didn't need. And a lot of people do that though, it's validating for them. Some yeah. people want to be like, oh, I moved on and I never needed yeah, them and yeah, you yeah. guys saw that. Yeah. Look, I'm so happy when with I this When I see that, I feel bad for them. Cause it's so obvious, cause I've been in their, their shoes before. I'm like, I know what you're doing. You're, yeah. This is the cry for help. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's sad. Just stop, you know what I mean? Like we're gonna give you more respect simply by just moving on and progressing. Show us some of your, you know, advancements, maybe you're working hard, maybe yeah. you're moving on and, you know, hey, this is the new project I'm working on. I respect you more than saying, I got a new boo. I got a, you know what I mean? It's just like, come on, stop being petty. We know you're dying inside. Yeah, showing you know? showing off relationships. There's definitely been people that I've seen that yeah. I know and I'll be like, when did you, okay, you're in another relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's somebody else and you're like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to know this much. Mm, yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. It's really difficult. We're yeah. trying to find love. We're trying to find relationships, our yeah. career, our happy, our center, mm -hmm. like the list of things that we have to do. Yeah. I'm pro blocking mm -hmm. who you need to block. <laughs> if you got to block, if you have to mute, yeah. if you have to filter out, I think it's okay. And we're all just trying to find what's going to make us happy. You know what's funny about blocking? 
is I, I used to be a blocker. As soon as somebody got me upset, I was like, block. And after a few days of them being blocked, the curiosity starts to wonder, have they been calling while they've been blocked? Like you, you become wanna, curious. You wanna, yeah, exactly. You oh, want to believe okay. that they've been blowing your phone up. You want to believe that because mm. maybe you blocked them for a reason that I guess you were just trying to get a reaction out of them. Or maybe try to get them to respond because they've just been so emotionless lately. Mm. And maybe you're almost using it as a, a threatening mechanism to try to get them to realize I might just leave you. So this sounds, feel this. This yeah. sounds manipulative. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very much because it's a little game that, you know, people sometimes they go back and forth with trying to get the power in the relationship, right? right? Yeah. And sometimes that can be a, uh, an attempt mm -hmm. to try to say, listen, you're blocked. I'm angry. Usually they did something. And so you're just trying to get them to feel your absence. Yeah. But after a while, if it doesn't work out in that fate, in that way, you unblock them and you just expect your phone to be blown up. Right. And then a day goes by, you're like, damn, they haven't called one time. Like I blocked her. She's unblocked and my phone is still not ringing. This is when you start losing your mind. And then suddenly the roles will switch. Mm -hmm. Like they could be completely in the wrong because of what they did, which is why they got blocks. And now you find yourself going after them because you're just like, you were supposed to react this way. Oh. You were supposed to come crawling for me and fighting for me like I would have done if it was the other way around. Now it's not working that way. So that's how... And then you find yourself going after them. That's how you deal with the blocking situation. Me and I know my I, friends. Oh, me, oh, I, I okay. have a lot of friends. We'll talk about this because they were like, yo, I blocked. I'm like, give it three days. And he was yeah. like, oh, I, was, I said, in three days, you're going to realize that all this, you know, uh, anxiety or feelings that you have built up inside mm -hmm. of you, are going to slightly adjust because you're going to realize that your bluff might actually be called. Like she may yeah. actually if you, be okay with you walking away. If you let someone figure out how to live without you, yeah, there's there's really no there's coming. A, there's back. a window, yeah. Like there's a window in which they will cry and they will be sad, right? And then they will be like, "I'm over it." Yeah. The, the, and if you take too long and yeah. they're in the over it phase, yeah. You took too long. Yeah. Yeah. When I talk about blocking some people or mm -hmm. restricting or muting stories and yeah. doing that, it's like you really don't want to be in this relationship no more. You know it's not healthy for you. You know you need to get out. You know this isn't yeah. where you're supposed to be. But that's how you feel initially, and that's why you block them. And and, and a lot, no, not initially. So I've okay. I've been in the times where I've done the back and forth. Okay. But that's because I didn't want out. That was out of okay. like you know that was like in a relationship. Gotcha. Like we okay. in it. We're fighting. We're doing the back and forth. We're mm -hmm. not really done done we're yeah. still kind of together so the the petty relationship games now gotcha. i'm saying we're done you know okay. we're talking about an, the initial questions like why do people come back yeah if you let them have the opportunity to come back of course they're gonna they're gonna try because of the, those reasons exactly it's an mm -hmm. ego we have ego we have emotion it's a knee-jerk reaction to oh i'm over this block yeah and then you're waiting for the three days but there's a difference between those three days already passed mm -hmm. We've gone through way too much. Yeah. In this case, 100% right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm all for her blocking him, period. Yeah, it, it's one of those, I think she yeah. needs to real like figure it out. Do yeah. you actually, are you happy? Mm -hmm. Or are you doing this to, to get the reaction? Yeah, are you yeah. are you acting like it so he comes back? Are you, mm -hmm. Is this a part of the game? Yeah. I think that we we struggle with closing doors a mm -hmm. lot with relationships and and not allowing ourselves to just go back to something comfortable. Yeah. And it's I'm I'm talking about like the three month phase. Yeah. You know, you've you've been single for a minute now, and maybe you guys might revisit that six months. But I'm talking about in that six months of knowing, 
shit, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I, I need out of this relationship. You don't want to play the games anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do the back and forth. I don't want to be stalking your page. I don't want to be upset all the time. Mm -hmm. That's when you start holding yourself to accountable. Yeah. Stop looking at the shit. Stop lurking. You're hurting yourself. Yeah. If he's happy, so what? If she's happy, that's what you wanted. Yeah. There, there's something beautiful about being able to look at somebody, move on, mm -hmm. and be okay. I saw, you know, you had your ex on the show. I used to actually, yeah. No, and <laughs> yeah. you know what? But here's the thing. Before we got to that place in which we were friends, yeah. um, I used to use looking at her page as a test to see if I was over her. Mm. When I first used to look at her page and see stuff, I would start to boil up. I'd be like, who's this? Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. I couldn't call her and call her out on it because we're broken up. At this point, <laughs> I'm just feeling it. I'm like, who is this? As time went on and I could see stuff and see guys, I would be like, mm, I'm happy for her. That's when I knew I was over it. Right. So I, I needed a period to see because at the end of the day, I absolutely want anybody who played a positive part in my life to mm -hmm. be happy. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to hate your exes unless they did something that was unrepairable. You know right. what I mean? Like put hands on you or got you locked, yeah. you know, but if it's just a, it didn't work out, I want them to be happy. Mm -hmm. And it just and that takes, takes time. It takes time. That's what and it that was. Takes, yeah. And it there's nothing wrong with that. You don't want to see it like when it first happened. Hell you no, I don't want you crying. happy. Yeah, cry. If we broke up and you get with somebody a month later and, and I was just, hurting, yeah. don't let me catch you out in public. I'm exactly. like, yeah, <laughs> don't let me catch you outside. I'm upset. I had seen one comment. I don't even know if it was a good question, but I thought it was interesting. It was on your Instagram. Some guy asking about makeup. Why do girls Oh, wear? that's so funny. You saw that. Okay. I, saw, I saw that and it... <laughs> I didn't count that as something that I was going to present to you. I, I think but you that, But it. I think that it's necessary. <laughs> I think it's necessary because mm -hmm. it is something that people are... Okay. He asked it. Well, let me, let me, let me say it, it so that yeah. they know what we're referencing. Um, so somebody had submitted a comment in which they wanted us to speak about today. And I kind of glided over it, but it caught your attention. It did catch my attention. And he said, why do many women wear high heels a ton of makeup and jewelry on dates. We men never get to see if the woman has natural beauty or a natural physical appeal. I left that alone. You brought it up. I brought it up. Okay. Talk to the man. <laughs> First off, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, not everybody believes that. Not yeah. everybody believes that. I hate, despise when men like to, certain men project their preference mm -hmm. onto the whole male race yeah. not all men believe that i don't at all not yeah. at all but he asked a question so to yeah. answer him why do the women he goes for mm -hmm. dress up like that yeah and not just show their natural beauty mm -hmm. sir you're going after the wrong women yeah. why you you didn't meet her with no makeup on yeah. and not in high heels and then invited her on a date and she got dressed up yeah. for you that's not, this is, this person that asked it, and I think because of the internet, it's, it's, I wanted to point it out. Yeah. And it caught my attention because there's a lot of people that like to say things like that. Yeah. Why? We can't tell if they're, you know, natural makeup. And I did see something online where it was a dating show and the guy made the girl jump into the water, like made the women, oh, made the that. women yeah, jump yeah. into yeah. To water to yeah. show if they're natural and they're real and they're all this other stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of belittling to, is, to yeah. the effort that that person put in yeah. to see you mm -hmm. you know sir that wrote that question you're upset that somebody took time to get themselves dressed up to feel good enough to feel yeah. confident enough to go mm -hmm. on this date with you they wore heels put makeup on because they yeah. felt like that was their best foot forward yeah. for that date exactly if you want to date somebody who is natural don't 
go for someone who's dolled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do believe, I, listen, I, I love when a woman takes her time to get ready. I take my time to get ready. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe in preparing yourself to the best of your ability. Yeah. There is a balance between people just going over the top to where they completely change their identity mm -hmm. of what they look like. He's speaking as if he got in bed with the girl. She took off her leg, took off her whole, you know, I mean, and if you got into one of those types of situations, maybe you might be a little jaded by it, but... A little simple makeup, you have to, you're right, it's the type of girl that you're going after. If you're going after someone who is really like in the Instagram world where they just wear a pile of makeup on your mm. face, that might not be your type. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, I personally like somebody with a softer makeup. That's perfect. Like, I like your makeup. Like, the, to me, that's just like my type of ideal. Mm -hmm. If you don't have to wear makeup and you just happen to be blessed to have that baby skin, yeah. kudos to you. Right. But there are things that other women who aren't as blessed as of the course. same type of woman to enhance their confidence. Yeah. And I think that's really what it is. You want to feel your best when you're going out because and then your personality shines through when you feel confident. And there's nothing wrong with having a preference. Yeah. If you're the type of guy or girl that, you know, likes a certain look or a style or a mm -hmm. swag or, you know, uh, maybe I'm not the most attractive somebody in Vans. And mm -hmm. if I'm sh just solely going off of aesthetics, we know yeah. this is shallow. This is semi-shallow conversation. But that, but that's the thing. You got to understand that that guy asked a very shallow question. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get a real, you know, I'm going to give you the mm -hmm. type of answer you're looking for. Answer, yeah. You know, yeah. like, sir. And it's funny because he said it as if he was jealous at the fact that he couldn't do it. Like, he's like, why we got, like, why can't, hey, go put some makeup on, brother. You want to go ahead and feel do beautiful? You? Like, do what makes you feel happy, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, everybody has their own, you know, process in getting mm -hmm. ready. Some guys just wake up, do this, walk out the door, throw yeah. a little bit of water in it. I, myself, like to take a little bit more time, getting all the little nick, but that's just my preference. Right. And whoever I date will hopefully like my style. Could you, Some people might say you're too clean cut. I want a little could more you, scruff. Could you imagine being with somebody Yeah. and automatically they're like, you way too clean cut for me. I hear it all the time. I hear it a lot. I mean, it's just like this is my this is my East Coast. We like clean lines. This is just what we do. Not everybody is going to like my style. They right. might say you're too pretty. You're prettier than me because they want someone that doesn't compete with them or whatever. Yeah, I'm like that's fine. Totally. Somebody's gonna love this. Yeah, somebody's you know? gonna want it. Somebody's gonna want some. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll be okay. Now there's a difference between like I didn't do my makeup well. <laughs> there's a difference between yeah, I didn't that's, that's, do that's my quite, makeup yeah. well. Yep. Um, versus other wearing makeup, and, and I've had that I'm before. Glad you brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah. Okay, so I have a friend that actually I spoke to with recently, and she told me a story, and I had my own thoughts on it okay. and I'm just curious as to how you feel about it as well so she started off with a little backstory she was telling me how she was kind of talking to this guy they had a small conversation about are we exclusive or not but neither one of them agreed right so out of confusion and her not knowing where they stand she started to start dating elsewhere mm -hmm. and I guess one night he walked up on her saw her with him he was crushed and he kind of just stormed out and that kind of just started the whole rocky relationship aspect they had. Without him being able to vocalize how he felt too much, I guess the next time they saw each other and they were intimate, he decided to somewhat take it out on her during sex. Oh. This was interesting. I never heard. Okay. And so she was telling me how it started off normal. You know, they're having sex. He was from behind. Okay. And he proceeded to sl slap a butt. Okay. Now, that's a normal thing that they normally do during okay. sex. So she didn't think much of it. She said, okay, he's getting frisky. But then he did it again. It was a little harder than he normally would do it. And he started to say things like, did you cheat on me? Um, 
are you sorry? Tell me you're sorry. And every time he kept demanding these um, statements, he would smack her harder. And then she started to get uncomfortable at this point because she was just like, okay, this is actually starting to hurt. Mm-hmm. And to get away from it, she rolled over. Now keep in mind, this still having oh, intercourse. Yeah, it's, still it's, it's still going on. Right. This is and her inner monologue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's still going on. And then at this point, he says to her, he starts to choke her. And he's doing the exact same question. I know you cheated on me. Tell me you cheated on me. But now she's getting to the point where it's really starting to like take her breath out. Like she mm-hmm. feels like she's about to pass out. And she's telling him, let go of your grip. Like it really hurts. And then at the next point, um, she basically started to cry. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where it just tears. So, you know, if it's dark, you may not see it. No, she was like sobbing. So mm-hmm. you hear this now and you still are not stopping. Right. right? The next day, she sent him a message voicing that she was very uncomfortable with the way the night went before, and he just started to laugh, LOL, LOL. And she's just like, no, I'm serious. Like, I really didn't like that. I felt uncomfortable. I had bruises all over the place. I'm sending you pictures, and you're laughing at these pictures. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I already have my thoughts, but what do you think, what would you say about that type of relationship? Like, what would be the advice that you would give her for what she should do moving forward with that type of person? Because I ain't never heard a scenario like that before. Anytime you're intimate with someone Mm -hmm. and you express concern, Mm -hmm. you were hurt emotionally, it caused damage, and a person laughs at you, you have to understand the type of person that you're dealing with. Moving forward, he no longer respects her. Mm -hmm. That that was a blatant sign of disrespect to laugh at somebody when I'm expressing hurt. Mm -hmm. I don't think there should be a moving forward. I think that this situation is one that a lot of people can look at several different ways. They kept having sex. She didn't really stop. He clearly is bitter, spiteful, and it almost seems like vengeful, Mm -hmm. the way that he behaved and acted, and he becomes very dismissive. Mm She, he, it, it feels like he's looking down at her now Yeah. because they still did it. And for w- whatever reason she wants to continue to have this relationship, I would advise her to, to know that he does not care about how you feel. Yeah. And there's nothing more that, that story kind of hurts listening to it mm-hmm. because I've, I've felt there, there's a bit of shame associated with, with sex and then having a feeling after it. Exactly. You know, there, yeah. There's a bit of shame. And when mm-hmm. you express that hurt to somebody and they laugh in your face yeah. and they're pretty much going, I don't care. I don't care how you feel. Yeah. And now whatever he's thinking in his head, I mean, to bring those things up while you're in that position, they're yeah. already not in a relationship. Yeah. There's so many red flags going on this mm-hmm. whole scenario, this scene. Yeah. And the main thing is if you do not feel safe with someone, do not be with that person. Yeah. He dismissed you. He doesn't care about you. Mm-hmm. He hurt you. You were vulnerable. Yeah. You can't keep putting your trust into somebody that yeah. clearly is showing you they don't care. That was an ownership thing. Yeah. He wanted to own, yeah. essentially he wanted to own that ass. That's yeah. mine. Mm-hmm. Who you think you with? Who was that? Who's yeah. is it? Who, you cheated on me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not gonna do that again. That's yeah. my, and it's an intimidation factor. Yeah. And it made her feel small. And she took her voice to express it. And he was like, and? Yeah. Well, here's the thing that bothered me is after she told me that, she started to question. She went back to, you know, but, you know, we said we weren't exclusive. And I said, no, 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 stop right there. Do not try to tie. Yeah, yeah, I said, do not try to tie that story with this story. I said, these are two 
the miscommunication that possibly took place between you two as far as whether you were exclusive, yeah. that can happen to anybody. Yeah. The way this was handled is an entirely different story. Mm -hmm. I said, because this right here is early signs of an abusive relationship. Oh, yes, clearly. Yeah, I said, he basically used this as an opportunity to abuse you in a way that he could possibly... Uh, justify mm -hmm. because it was within an act in which you guys sometimes are aggressive. And then again, it's it. He could go ahead and say, "But well, we finished," and "Oh, you gonna mm -hmm. complain now?" and "Oh, you're gonna say this," and he's yeah. gonna become defensive. "Oh, you liked it," or yeah. you know, for whatever reason, why he he isn't gonna take her feelings into consideration. It yeah. can go so many different ways. Yeah. But that's why we have to understand that when somebody shows us who they are, we gotta we yeah. gotta take it. Don't yeah. make the excuse because like you said. The excuses will get you stuck into a trap. Right. And once, this is how I see it. I'm like, if he reacted this way over something like that, you and guys aren't even that are close. Not, and you're not together. You're not even that, exactly. Imagine what will happen if you get together. Mm -hmm. You now have, he's gonna have even more ownership over you now if he can say, you're my girl. Yeah. And you've already allowed him to do this and come back. Now he's gonna step it up to the next level. Before mm -hmm. you know it, those slaps are gonna get harder. Mm -hmm. The chokes are probably gonna go longer. And you're continuing to coming back is just justifying that it's okay. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, listen, things build up. And I gave you the analogy, I'm like, if you look at like a little kid, right? And he's playing with animals, right? The normal kids play with the animals. The sickos poke the animals. Mm -hmm. They laugh, they, they look at the misery that they're putting that animal through. And rather than feeling any type of empathy, mm -hmm. like he should have felt when you were telling yeah. him how you felt, he laughed at it. That's a sick mentality. Those yeah. are the type of people that grow up into serial killers because you never nipped it in the butt and you never took the warning signs serious enough. I get it. Sex can be aggressive. It can be fun, but yeah. you should never, especially when it gets to the level of uh, hitting people. Mm -hmm. I see nothing wrong with that. You want right. to slap some ass, slap a face. Right. If that's what you're into, go for it. Right. But because it is a very on the fence type act in sex, yeah you have to be sure that that person is comfortable with it. Yeah, it's and when they cry and they're sobbing, yeah, that's, no. come on, how sick are you to slap yeah. somebody and even be slightly aroused? To the, the fact that you're still aroused while you're having sex with someone crying, yeah. that's a whole nother level of sickness. Yeah, and if you're in that situation, it's the, you know, the act itself that was between two people mm -hmm. and when she decided to have that conversation, it wasn't a conversation. Yeah. If you're being, if, that's the type of thing that maybe she's into or he's into and then you figure out nope nope mm -hmm. that ain't it it's a level of trust that you have to have with your partner and yeah. essentially you're you know the person that you're intimate with whether they decide to put a title on it or not and they yeah. continue to sleep together there are boundaries and if you are uncomfortable with something you can yeah. go ahead and express that and the person laughs at you yeah. that is not who you're supposed to be with because like you yeah. said it will escalate yeah. for whatever it is that gets him going that, that did it for him. And she sent me pictures of the bruises on just, the side. And it was, I'm like, how the hell did you get that many tiny marks? And she was like, he just kept hitting the same area over. I was like, see that, that ain't aggressive sex. That was, for, that's abuse. You know? For her to have that, the sex itself is the one that I, that I'm like, that's, that's there. Yeah. Because you can go, how did it finish? Did mm -hmm. you know? But there's a there's a point yeah. to where a lot of people have been abused and they black out mm -hmm. and they don't know how to get out of situations. And a lot of people place judgment on that. Yeah. And they're like, well, you let him hit you that many times and you did like, but you texted him the next day. Yeah. You know, you can you can victim shame so easily mm -hmm. when it comes to sex because yeah. there's so much judgment passed. Yeah. And and the act itself is the one that I'm staying away from. It's more of the after the fact. Yeah. 
you still felt comfortable enough to talk to him. Mm -hmm. You didn't see him as an abuser. Yeah. You didn't see him as somebody that went like went too far, but but not to like yeah. completely X him out. So she has to understand with yeah. herself what is it? What are you drawn to? Because you you you're letting someone laugh at you. I think what and they're is, dismissing yeah. you. It's just like he's a bad person. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Because that's not what you deserve. You don't deserve somebody to laugh at you. If if I say I don't like being spit on mm -hmm. during it, yeah. and some people do, yeah. and they're gonna be like, okay, well he's spit on he spit on you. You're yeah. gonna freak out because but of that. That's not what you're into. That's and I, I express okay. that, and that yeah. person laughs at me, and then does it again. Yeah. But I keep going back to that person, yeah. and the cycle continues. Yeah. Then that's where they go. But you went back. I think people like that need to speak to people like us. Mm -hmm. Or just people with a level, uh, healthy idea of what a relationship is. Because yeah. some people think that is part of just a relationship. Like yeah. they, they justify it so much that they think this is normal. Yeah. Especially if you go to friends that are justifying him. Like, oh girl, he was probably just drunk. Or, no, you need to speak no. to some level-headed people that will say, listen, that is completely wrong. Yeah. That's not normal. He you laughed know? at your yeah. feelings. And the, and the tough part is, it's another thing. Is She told me afterwards, she felt very ashamed because of the fact that she was... Uh, motionless she really didn't know she was questioning herself as to why she didn't stop him and I said listen don't feel bad don't, about that I no, said because no. it's a very common thing when mm -hmm. people are in a situation where they're getting abused right. whether it be raped or whatever the case is they usually freeze because they can at least assess the level of danger that they're mm -hmm. in right now they say, okay, this is bad, but if I just wait it out a little longer, it'll it's, be over. It's a if defense I fight mechanism. back, it might escalate right. to being right. killed or being right. really hurt. So the fear sinks in and you're just like, okay, let me just stay still and wait till this is over. Right. That's so why I, yeah. that victim victim shaming happens a lot because yeah. of and that's why I said in that act that that's that's that was her defense mechanism. That's how she was able to cope with it. A lot of people yeah. always ask, why didn't you stop? Mm -hmm. And as somebody who's been involved in situations that I've I've definitely shut down before emotionally. Yeah. And I've been in relationships where something has crossed the line and then I had to have a conversation with that person that I was with after. Yeah. And be like, this was too much. Let me explain myself. But the, the level of self-awareness you have to obtain, unfortunately, takes sometimes going too far yeah and you end up in a toxic situation or mm -hmm. you have to learn certain things you know in this particular situation the shame and the self-doubt that comes after allowing somebody that's how you feel allowing yeah. somebody to disrespect you mm -hmm. um it's deep and i wouldn't want her to feel that because she did what she felt like she needed to do in that time yeah and now it's her responsibility mm -hmm. you've expressed yourself he dismissed you yeah you are now so much in charge of your life mm -hmm that you can say, that's not for me. Don't yeah. go back to someone who doesn't care about how you feel. Mm -hmm. Some some people listening right now might completely tune out and be like, oh, she's over-exaggerating yeah. and try to justify the whole situation. Yeah. But again, if I feel shameful about something and in that moment, I can't go back. You can't go back. It's done. Yeah. Forget it. Like you, you can't go back. You can only remember how somebody made you feel mm -hmm. and you've expressed the hurt, but he dismissed you. Yeah. That's it. That moment right there. Don't allow him to do it again. Yeah, because I'm just imagining me having an aggressive night, and oh, you would feel so obviously bad. I would never I would never go beyond hearing somebody cry. But let's just say I was slapping that butt just right. a little hard. Mm -hmm. And the next day you said to me, "Hey, you know, I was a little. I would have been. I would have been. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like are you, I, I wish you had told me. I'll never do it again. Like yeah. I will make something. I will absolutely acknowledge 
your discomfort, mm -hmm. be apologetic, and give her some sort of a solution. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want anybody feeling like that the next day. So to laugh, it's just like, yo, that's a sick person. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. and if we were doing this interview right now, yeah. and you said something that was offensive to me, say I don't say something on camera and I yeah. talk to you off camera. Yeah. And you're like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, I, of course, yeah, you know, yeah. even though it's not physical, yeah, the dismissive aspect mm -hmm. of it is, oh, you're just like, yeah. what? Like it's detrimental. So, yeah. but if I decide to come back, and you do it again, got you. Oh, that's a perfect. Do, do, do you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, So mm -hmm. it's it's eliminating. Anytime yeah. you bring sex into something, a lot of people get like, oh, like yeah. you know, super judgy, super whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, we'll go into a non-physical example. Yeah, we have a conversation. I don't like it. I express myself and I tell you I don't like what, how you said something to yeah. me, and then you laugh at me. But I bring my ass back here. Yeah, and then you do the same thing again, mm -hmm. and then you but know. The next time I'm gonna do it a little more. Now you're doing it more because yeah. now you're pushing because you mm -hmm. don't care how I feel. Yeah, and then you know it's it's the repeated behavior. Behavior. Yeah. Why am I coming back? But if I express and you acknowledge it, mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, I'm sincerely sorry for yeah. that. And you can move, and then it's like, okay, cool. Like you, you apologize. Yeah. I understood. Okay, I'll come back on the show. Yeah. We'll try this again, mm -hmm. and you'll keep that in mind. Exactly. And then, and then now communication is happening. Yeah. This particular situation is she tried. She did what she was supposed to do. She communicated. You she can't. Did. You yeah. can't. So fall. she did nothing exactly. She, yeah. So if you're ever in that situation, like I said. She handled it the best way that she possibly could. Yeah. There's nothing for her to be shameful of, no, no blame to take. No. But absolutely, you have to be, you have to love yourself enough to realize that that is not the relationship you want to be in mm -hmm. and be strong enough to leave. Yeah. All right, guys, so to recap, in this episode, we covered the case of the ex. The ex that won't let you move on, that won't let you be happy without them. It's a very selfish and egotistical act that people tend to do when they know they don't actually want to be with you but they also don't wanna see you without them. You as the person, you have to decide how much you value your happiness and your peace. And you cannot allow them to continue to keep coming back into your life, especially when you know they are not doing it with good intentions. They don't actually wanna be with you, they just don't wanna see you happy with somebody else. Next, we touched on the topic that was submitted by one of our viewers about women who wear makeup rather than revealing their natural selves. Nikki and I both believe that's just a matter of perspective. Not everybody wants a woman that's gonna be fully natural. Some people can appreciate the effort that a woman puts in to put a little bit of makeup on and do her hair and get dressed up for you and also for herself. So you shouldn't project what it is you're looking for onto women as a whole, because that's just selfish. What you should do is seek out the women that you do prefer and those that you don't, best believe there's gonna be somebody out there that does. And I think that's all that matters. You only need to find one match. You don't have to be a match for everybody and everybody doesn't have to be a match for you. Lastly, we touched on the topic of abuse in a relationship, in the bedroom, and knowing that you should never blame yourself or feel guilty for what somebody else had done to you in an abusive way. You have to love yourself enough to realize that you don't deserve this and not allow them to come back. That giving in will allow somebody to create a pattern of abuse that will escalate and escalate until it's so far gone that you've gotten yourself into a hole and you don't know where it came from. Early warning signs are the best time to leave. Identify the early warning signs. Talk to some friends. Listen to some of these episodes. We're all here to help you. We know it can be difficult navigating through these situations, but it's important to have non-biased, outside advice that can be given that you can listen to. Because when you're deep in it, sometimes you just can't see the road you're about to start traveling down. All right, y'all, so that's it. Thank you so much for watching Fury Talks. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having pleasure. me. 
Tell everybody how they can find you. So you can find me on Instagram at Nikki Blades, on Twitch at Nikki Blades, A-T-N-I-K-K-I-B-L-A-D-E-S. You check me out on the No Chaser podcast with Tim Chantarangsu and Ricky Shucks, JK News. You can hear me in the mornings. I'm kind of everywhere right now. So and now you're here. Yeah. Follow Add me that on to the list. Yeah, follow me on the gram <laughs> so you can stay up to date. <laughs> and uh, definitely would love to have you back. So thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already, and turn on the post notifications so you know when the next episode comes. As always, Fury Talks. Till next time. Later. Fury Talks.